What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the River Blast Podcast. I'm Noah Hiles, and he is... Alex Stumpf. And Alex, we have had a podcast longer than Alex Cora was the manager of the Boston Red Sox, and we have been recording longer than Carlos Beltran was the manager of the New York Mets, it seems. Can we just appreciate that Derek Shelton was hired in December, and in opening day he is going to be the 27th longest tenured manager, at least? That's, I mean... I mean, he, it looked like he was going to be the last hire of the year, you know, of the offseason. And I was like, no, nah, he's been here a couple months. He went to the winter meetings, at least. I'll tell you what. There's a lot going wrong with baseball right now. But last offseason, all we talked about was how bored we were and how there was nothing going on. That might be the case with the team this podcast is about still. But damn it, this game... <laughs> This game has given us plenty to talk about in the offseason, thanks to uh, a couple of trash cans, possibly a wire, um, someone's niece's Twitter account, John Boy, John Boy. Sheffield Jr., this is, this is Stefan right here. This yes. offseason has everything, baseball wires. Gary Sheffield Jr., what's that in the corner? Is that Carlos Beltran's niece? No, that's an MLB player's burner account. Trevor Bowers all of a sudden liked. I mean, that like... That is the wildest part for me. I mean, all this. And, like, like I gotta say, that John Boy, two years ago, that dude was nobody. And now he is literally responsible for taking down what was going to be baseball's next big dynasty. I mean, yeah. him and Mike Fires. Who would have thought? Look at look at those guys. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> look at us. Yeah. <laughs> so we. I mean, that's going to be the topic of today's show mainly because that's the topic not only in the baseball world but in the sports world. Going into this weekend, it was Championship Sunday in the NFL. It was the week of like. After the national championship game in football. And yet baseball was in the headlines. Baseball dominated the week in January. Which, I don't know when the last time you could say that is. The Houston Astros. They fire their manager. They fire their GM. But now the fallout's spreading to other teams. Alex Cora. A guy who led the Boston Red Sox on arguably one of the most impressive seasons of all time in 2018, he's gone, and Carlos Beltran literally was the Homer Simpson gif. He walked in the door, put his hat on the, on the, on the hat ring, or whatever that's called, the coat rack, and then walked out the door and walked back in, took his hat, put it back on, and left. He's gone, and this thing doesn't even look like it's close to being over. The game, the game of baseball is on fire right now, and it all started with a camera in center field in Minute Maid Park. Alex, give me your thoughts on it. It, it, it sucks. This is bad. Not only is it bad for the game, and it's a bad look for the game, and, you know, Congress, who has nothing better to do right now, is like, we want to get involved. It's like, okay, yeah, sure. Have fun. <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts of baseball is creating small little 
niches and making that a humongous advantage for yourself. And pitch tipping, pitch recognition is a big thing. I think it's Harry Heilman. He's a story where uh, Ty Cobb was a third base coach, and he was real good at reading pitcher signs. And whenever he was there, he would be at third base. He's like, fastball. And he would knew what was coming, and he just crushed everything. They're like, well, that's dirty. It's well, like, well, you shouldn't have tipped your pitches. That's a case of the pitcher is at fault. This, on the other hand, this is bad because in the same way, like that steroids. Once that genie was let out of the bottle, you look at any time someone hits. 50 home runs or has a big breakout season or whatever, even if they are completely clean, there are always going to be whispers of, you know, HGH of, of thyroid problems. And that's why they're taking human growth hormone and oh, they have steroids and oh, major league baseball is looking the other way. And it's just shitty for baseball. There's no other way of putting it. It just is. And this is, I feel like, another genie that's coming out of the bottle that we cannot put it back in. No matter what, from now on, we're going to always have that lingering doubt of our teams use stealing signs illegally. It, 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 you can't reverse it now. And that's, I think, the worst part of it. Because going forward in baseball for the next couple of decades, that's going to be in the back of people's minds the same way people think of steroids even today. Yeah, I uh, I think my biggest takeaway from all of this is just I'm tired of bad news in baseball. It's always something with this sport. I mean, from the time we were in middle school, it was it's been steroids. There's been issues of domestic abuse, issues of racism. Uh, the balls are juiced. Uh, financial inequality, teams not being able to keep their star players. Some teams, it feels like they're not even trying. And now there's only a handful of teams that are competitive and are going all in. And along comes this Houston Astros team, which, all in all, I absolutely loved. I thought these guys were geniuses. What they were doing with spin rate and launch angle and how they were able to finesse in trades to get Granky Colin Verlander without giving away a top prospect. And the way they developed all this talent and the guys that they had, they had swagger, they had charisma. Jose Altuve, I mean, five foot five and he's hitting bombs. How's he doing this? Alex Bregman, I mean, one of probably the best, you know, characters in the game. Carlos Correa is exciting. George Springer is exciting. Everybody, everybody. This Houston Astros team, this was a team that we were going to look back at when we were, you know, old and fat, or in our case, just older. And, uh, and we were going to refer to them like the Big Red Machine. But instead, their legacy is going to go down entirely different. And that is just like you said. It is shitty. It is very unfortunate that this is how uh, the next big dynasty in baseball is obviously going to come to an end. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Altuve, everyone loved Altuve as a story. Here's a guy, you know, who was told the first day of practice, you know, go home, you're not big enough. He said, no, I'm coming back. And he goes on to win MVP. It's, it's a great story. Uh, 
Springer, I haven't seen anything that implicates him in any of this. But here's the besides... thing. Like, a guy like Springer, it's like a guy like Griffey in the steroid era. Or pool holes. And, like, you, like it's almost like they're guilty through association. Like, there's always, like, those connections where I know, I know, like, there's never been connections with Griffey or pool holes or anything. But anyone who played in the 90s, it's always in the back of your head. Well, did he just not get caught? Same thing for Springer. Same thing for Yuri Guriel, who, in his own right, <laughs> is a piece Guriel of garbage. Was that likable. Yeah, I don't think Guriel was that likable in general. Yeah, that's right. He he fell into a category I previously named uh, on what's wrong with baseball. Yeah. And and I think another big point is if this is what's coming out, there's no there's no way this is it, and we're no. probably never gonna find out. Uh, there has to be some. I'm I'm skeptical with everything now. I think there was something wrong with their pitching. They they might have been cheating on the mound too. I don't know. I can't prove it, but it's just like how can we ever trust them again? I think it's kind of ridiculous to say who is the best or worst baseball commissioner because they all have such egregious failures. Like if you look at Kennesaw Mountain Landis, it's like okay, he he saved baseball from the 1919 uh, Black Sox scandal. He added structure to it. You know, he he kept you know an institution around, but you know also no, no black players allowed. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't say he's a good commissioner in that sense. You can't even say he had a black eye because again, no, no, nothing black is allowed. Ceiling yeah. yeah. uh, though, I think. Whenever baseball's long gone, we're extinct from this planet. The aliens calm down, and they and they see the ruins of this once inhabited planet. They're gonna look at Bud Selig and be like, "Man, that guy was bad. He looked the other way long enough for steroids to be an epidemic." And if I think I truly believe, if it was not for the reporting of Ken Rosenthal and Evan Durlich of the Athletic. This would have been even worse. They nipped it in the bud after two or three years. And so we have two or three tainted years of baseball history, the way we're going to look at it. But it's not going to be as bad as steroids ended up being. Because I am convinced Rob Manfred knew and he covered it up. Hey, There is no way that Rob Manfred did not know this was going on and the and uh mike fires like jessica mendoza pretty much just went like robert de niro and goodfellas the other day uh she has to quit as a journalist right never hey never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut those are the two most important things in a man's life that's what she did she won goodfellas i mean what the hell was that she has to quit as a journalist now. I mean, she she's just all in with the Mets now, right? I guess. I mean, there's just so many things. It's like when we watch baseball in 2020, like Jose Altuve stepping into a batter's box. It's it's literally like it's 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 like the equivalent of the dude who cheats on your sister, but she takes him back, and he's at your house for Thanksgiving the next year. And everyone knows, like, dude, why are you here? We don't like you. We don't want you here. We know you're getting your second chance, which, in theory, people deserve. 
And, like, the same thing. When she's on Sunday Night Baseball broadcasts, like, we're just going to be like, why are you still here? Whenever I was a senior in high school, uh, story time with Alex. All right. Uh, I had a civics teacher who uh, needed pretty bad knee surgery in the middle of the year. And he missed, ended up about nine, a nine-week period. We had a long-term sub. And the long-term sub, of course, just pit, you know worked out of the curriculum what was ahead, put ahead, and here are the you know tests that came with the book. And one of the kids in the class found the answer key to all the tests. <laughs> and it, it became an honor system. It's like, you want, do you want an A or do you want to actually take the test? I... I took the high road and I took the tests. I failed them. So there we go. I Man. I took the we're going to find out in a couple years some poor sucker on the Astros who who could have been decent. I failed those tests, but then they think the sub figured it out like days before the old teacher came back. And while he was going to lay down the hammer, like the new teacher came in and he talked to the class about it. It's like, so the way I see it, you and I have a relationship. All right. And I find out in a previous relationship, you cheated on your partner. Does that mean I need to break up with you? No. Does that mean I need to watch you like a hawk? Probably. And I feel like that's going to be Houston Astros 20 with a lot of these players, especially Bregman, especially Altuve. By the way, Bregman, I will give him credit. Very, very brave statement to say that the commissioner had released his report. That was very brave. I didn't think, you know, anyone was going to be, you know, so bold as to say a fact. I, I, I like Bregman, man. I mean, I, I liked past tense Bregman. The <laughs> only person who on the Astros team that I liked and I still like currently is George Springer. I really, really like George Springer. I have no beef with Verlander. Verlander was the one who was crying for years that he wanted Major League Baseball to cut down on, <laughs> spin, on, on side stealing. Actually, change my mind, I also like Greinke. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, there's some guys on... So Trevor, Trevor Bauer, who we're going to talk about later, was on part of my take earlier. Uh, he was on part of my take Monday. And he brought up a good point where it's like, if you were one of the guys on the Houston Astros who saw wrongdoing and you were like, I don't want to be a part of this, what are you going to do? Are you going to go tell on your teammates? You'd be blackballed out of baseball. I'm sure there were some guys, especially the pitchers, there can't be many pitchers who were okay with that. Saw that and they were like, oh, that's cool. They were just like, you know, it's just like, you do you, I'm going to do me. We're probably going to cheat in our own way as well. But... As far as the whole cheating thing, originally I didn't see a huge, huge issue with this, with the trash can and the camera. I thought it was a Bush League move, but at the end of the day, it's a trash can in a hallway that's being banged, and a stadium with 40,000 people. There's still a lot of error that could go wrong with that that would make it difficult, and you're not getting the point across. When you're bringing wires and buzzers into it, now you're needing you're in need of player suspensions and long, long ones. Yeah, I, I immediately thought of whatever A Rod got suspended for a year and change. That's it. I'm not a big lifetime ban fan. I just think that's lame. I think that's I, weak. 
I, I, I can beat that threat. I think there are offenses I, where it's a lifetime ban, see, but you no, know, for this, this isn't a lifetime ban, but this needs to be a serious. We are talking at the bare minimum, I think. It, well, first of all, this might be double jeopardy because, you know, the, the buzzer allegations came out after Major League Baseball had released its statement, which I think Rob Manfred talked a big game about that whole thing and he didn't do a full justice on it. I think they just, I think he wanted to get it over with. Yes, absolutely. I think that's what it really was. It's like, guys, damn it, Ken, damn it, Evan, I, I was fine with how the system was working right now. And you guys had to put it in, you know. He just didn't do it. He 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 submitted his first draft. That's all he did. I mean, yeah. if he would have waited another. He submitted his first draft at 11.58 p.m., whatever the deadline is, midnight. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I this buzzer thing needs to get more exam. Like, for him to, like, they, they said, like, three out, and Dejon was going on a rant, and I was like, go off, King, because, like, you're dead right. Like, for three hours is all there's an investigation of three hours? I mean, when my parents think I'm doing something wrong, I get pressed for at least four. Like, that's, that's ridiculous that it's only three hours. And again, sign stealing to me is a part of the game, and that's what's unique about baseball is you can find those little quirks and get those advantages. I remember when I played Travel League Baseball when I was in high school, our third base coach, he would look at the signs, and if he said your first name, that meant, a fa- that meant fastball. So if he said, let's go, Noah, that was like, all right. And then uh, if he said your number, it was a breaking ball. Those were our signs. And as a result, like, you know, he was paranoid because he was like, if I steal signs this easily, so does everyone else. We switch our signs every two innings. So, but when there's a camera, man, that's a, that's a whole different thing. And then there's, there's a, there's a yeah. buzzer. It's bad. Like I said, I think lifetime bans are for chumps. I think, a, but like, I think a two year ban, I think lifetime ban needs to be safe for people who intentionally lose like the Black Sox. That's the worst thing in the history of sports, but maybe a one to two year suspension. What are your thoughts? I, I think one. I think my bare minimum is treat it like it was you got caught using steroids, which would be half a season and you are ineligible for the postseason. I, I like 200 games. I like 200 games. A round number. Yeah. That is. I mean. That's I, not going to sound good on the audio. Drop my No, it isn't. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I, my only issue with 200 games is if you really take them away for that long they will never get back yeah i think that's a good way to do it uh, i mean it I mean, sucks that, that we're fair. I, I i think my punishment is you're out for a year and it is going to be a pain to make up for that year but you know you still can come back a rod did yeah i i want it to be a punishment where it's like your career is not going to be the same you're losing out on years of your prime especially altuve he's he's like 30 isn't he so, and he just signed for thirty million a year. Yeah, he's not going to get another big contract after this. No, and that's it. And like, if you if he two years out of baseball for him, he's basically done. Bregman can still have a really notable career, but still, I mean, you're taking away two of his big years in his prime. So, and that hurts the Astros. It's, it, it yeah. I mean, and all, honestly, it hurts baseball, but. I don't know. I think player suspensions, it's just hard to tell, like, who was all involved. And 
And I think that's a good way to transition to our next point. How many teams do you think are doing this? I don't want to guess a number, man. I don't want to think like that, but we know two. Yeah. We know two. And you could say, well, it was all just Alex Cora. I don't buy that, though. No. I don't believe it was just him. And I think this is going to be something widespread. I don't think it's coming to Pittsburgh. I I wish it was, damn it. I wish they were cheating. We'd be talking about playoff wins instead of freaking, you know, the nonsense that we were, broken knuckles and everything else that was going on. I mean, why in the world can't it be someone on steroids? Why in the world can't we be cheating? Can we try, like, can we try something? Uh, something. I I will say that cheating would be better than the than he should not he who shall not be named. Yes. Situation happening. That's, and that that's, would a, yeah. That's that would be a far be- better alternative. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. How about him making that uh, poster? By the way. Yeah. Yikes. You yeah. Start, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 We're we're not talking about that. I know. I mean that wasn't the pirates' fault. No, no, it's not the Pirates' no, fault. That's just I mean, manufacturing company. Nonetheless, I, I know the guy who. Uh, I don't know if he took that picture, but he took a lot of the pictures from before that calendar. I'm like, what did they buy? I'm like, oh, like May, May. Those are 2018 photos. Yeah. So if you buy 2021 uh, Pirates calendar, you're gonna buy 2019 photos. So yeah. just know that going forward. All right. So, do you think? What other teams, if you had to guess? It, it, see, this is, that is, no, I'm not going to say that as a responsible baseball journalist. Oh, there you go. Well, I'm a football writer now, so I can guess. I'm going to go with the Dodgers, uh, the Cubs. Um, there's going to be one weird team in there. Hell, I could see the Twins. The Twins would make sense. If you think about it, I don't know. Like, I think it's we're just gonna get a whole bunch of Pepe Silvia memes now. The like anyone who has connections to the Astros on other teams' front office. You know who I was thinking is a good one would also be the Brewers, and um, it's like someone just wrote that down on a piece of paper or something and told me to say it because he couldn't. I don't know. <laughs> Alex, what are your thoughts? You think the Brewers could be tied into that? Well, I would never say the Brewers could be tied into that, but a whole lot of that front office was uh, Houston Astros' front office. Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. I'm not saying that because that would be that'd be libel. That's not a good thing to to do for myself. But I, I it, it's a it's a witch hunt right now. It's mm-hmm. a witch hunt in the same way that steroids at this time were witch hunt. I just imagine like we're going down another like comparing old TV shows. Like the one where uh, Spongebob was told to delete everything in his brain aside from breathing and fine dining. Yeah. And like they're just like burning everything in his brain. Jelly fishing. Or, or Wolf of Wall Street where they're being audited and they're just burning every, everything in the office. They're just shredding it. Like there's just, that's just half the teams in the league right now. And the Pirates, meanwhile, they're just like playing Old Maid in the front office or something. I, I have made some what I would think to be fairly good tweets, at least by my standards, about this. And my favorite one, I think, was uh, 
Jake Cannonball Corner tweeting, if the Astros, the super advanced team, were using trash cans to get the signs across, what would the Pirates have used? They said the smoke signals from Manny's Barbecue. Yes. <laughs> that one I was proud of. I don't... They're going to bring back the old locomotive from uh, what they, the, the train, the rally train that they played at Three Rivers. They only get it one once a game, though. In the eighth inning, they're just like, it's a fastball. Here comes the rally train. Play the graphics. It's coming in mid-wind-up. Yo, there was a commercial of this happening. This exact thing happening. The Pirates had this. Do you remember when we were kids? There was like someone who was like sitting in a balcony on the North Shore with binoculars. And like he saw the sign the catcher was holding down. And he held up like a number one. And it got relayed all the way to PNC Park. And then they told the hitter. And it, it was just like a Pirates commercial. It was like... The same. I remember this. It was like in the same commercial series where like Jack Wilson was getting all the baseballs at the buffet. You know, there was like the frozen ropes, the lot, and all that. And then uh, the the classic Oliver Perez. I burnt I burnt Dame again. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there's there's a Pirates and like, I mean, what would they have been then? They. They would have been AT and T. No, no, they would have been Fox Sports uh, Fox Pittsburgh. Sports. Yeah, so I don't yeah, even know how you, how how you even find that commercial. But I know there's at least one person listening to this who remembers that commercial. All right, I'm gonna take your word. For they it. had some great commercials back in the day too. Remember they the really you know you know which advertising campaign I hated was the Come Hungry. Yes. Dude, I, I was about to say that, that was what, like 2006, 2007. Yeah, I mean that was in the heart of it. That was like Ian Snell on opening day. That was man. bad. The one year they oh, gave out man. eye patches for opening day as a present, and that was the come hungry. And it was like, what are we doing here? We are, we are lost. We, we are lost. <laughs> My dad's slogan was a uh, "Come hungry, leave angry." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, mean, it was. It was All right, bad. we've gotten off the rails, but to get back on track, someone who's been very woke on this whole cheating scandal is someone who is uh, pretty much very vocal on everything in baseball. A lot of people like him. A lot of people dislike him. Pretty much everyone has an opinion on him, and that's Trevor Bauer. Alex, what were your thoughts on Bauer before all this stuff came out, and has it changed since he's kind of been proven right? I view Trevor Bauer as chaotic neutral in the grand scheme of things. And most of the time that chaotic neutral rubs me the wrong way. Not because, you know, he's like, I went $420 and 69 cents, you know, for, you know, this is like, okay, whatever, who, who cares? It's more, you know, the, the cyber bullying <laughs> and, and stuff like that. I don't care. But whenever he's, you know, he woke up that morning, he been, Beefing for two damn years. This that was a good day for Trevor Bauer. I, I it was, and he had fun. Him doing uh Phil Collins in the air tonight, but overlaying the mm-hmm. <laughs> smack in the trash cans. Beautiful, beautiful video. It's like watching him in this process right now is like watching Mark Wahlberg in The Departed. 
Like when when you just see him in the in the apartment at the end of the movie, you're like, "You son of a bitch!" Like you you really did it. Like good for you, man. Like like Trevor Bauer wins in the end. <laughs> oh man. Um. Oh, was, the best part of this whole thing was Trevor Bauer trying to beef with Lance McCullers. I guess I guess they have something longstanding, and Mike Clevenger sticks his nose in it, and he gets dragged through the mud. <laughs> Yeah, dude. My Clevenger's like, dude, you shouldn't have come into this. Don't get into this if you don't have any dirty laundry, man. My Clevenger, dude, did you see the replies to his tweets? He got murdered in those tweets. It was brutal. That, apparently that's a thing I did not know about. Everyone in Ohio is just like, yeah, they're like, I thought he was a nice guy. Apparently, you know, got some stuff. I was, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he. I guess the Astros aren't the only one that's cheating in the American League, I guess, so. If nothing else about these last couple weeks, are they bad for baseball? Yes, absolutely. But is it entertaining? Hell yeah, dude. This whole yes, thing is... It is, it is a wonderful roller coaster down to, oh my god, what the hell is going to happen next? I did not foresee Gary Sheffield Jr. playing such a key role in all of this. The Carlos Beltran niece saga is one that I'll tell my kids about, and in great detail. I mean, that thing was just unreal. Like, And again, John Boy's role in this is like one step below Elliot Ness. I mean, it is the best investigative journalism from someone who I'm pretty confident does not have a degree in journalism. It is just unreal what he's been able to accomplish. First time I ever heard of John Boy was after Trevor Bauer threw the ball over center field. Mine mine was was um, the FN Savages. Which, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah, sa- same time or the year, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's pretty funny, you know, watching Trevor Bauer go, like, hey, John Boy, you want to hang out during space training? We got a couple players. We all owe you a beer. He's like, yeah, sounds fun as hell. <laughs> Which, you know, if I'm John Boy and a couple major league ball players are like, hey, thanks for proving what we, we haven't been able to for years. We owe you. Yeah, enjoy your victory lap. Him testifying in front of Congress is the only way this can truly end up perfectly. And it will be with him making a video breaking down his testimony. All right, that's how this is going to end. What's going to end? How it's going to end? How it's going to end? Collapses in on itself. Like, no, we've 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 jumped the shark too much. It's going to end with Altuve becoming an albino. <laughs> And being in front of Congress saying, oh, uh, no oblate no. glaze. <laughs> oh, Sammy Sosa being dragged through the mud for no <laughs> Sammy Sosa didn't ask for this. He didn't deserve this. He no. was enjoying his day. He was getting ready to get 18% of the Hall of Fame votes. And nope. Um, but no, on, on Bauer, agree, I agree. Like, I was someone who, like, I liked some of the things Bauer, like, his media company and, like, what he does on YouTube, I think every baseball player should do because he's very interesting. 
And again, he was on part of my take on Monday. In the interview, if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. He talks about everything he tries in the offseason. He's he's actively working with a pair of uh, goggles right now, like swimming goggles that he believes will make him a better pitcher. He tries to be innovative in any way possible. The, but like, there's other stuff like playing with drones when your team's on a World Series run. That's stupid. Some of the things, like you said, the cyberbullying, like telling people to kind of kill themselves. Like, you can't do that. You shouldn't do it. Um, yeah, he said that one time. He said, like, yeah. yeah. But, and he addressed that. He said that's his only regret. And, like, some of the things he's kind of said, like, about women and stuff. It's not cool. Like, he's hot and cold. But in this case, like, I give it to him. I mean, he has been him from day one. And, damn it, like, he is on top right now. And I hope he goes out there and wins 25 games this year and just shoves it to everyone. If you can't handle me at my, you know, telling someone to kill my, kill themselves, you don't deserve me at my Phil Collins trash can video. Well, I had, I had a hot take. Which, joke, obviously. Yes. Don't, don't, don't do don't that. Do that. But yeah, it's. I don't know. I think I'm kind of disappointed because someone like Trevor Bauer. I, I should love, you know, someone who's willing to experiment, someone who's willing to throw himself in the data, anything to make himself the best pitcher he can be whenever he looks back in his career. Like, yeah, I don't have any regrets. Except maybe, oh, I should have done that one thing earlier. I should have thought of that earlier. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, but man, he is, he can be such a tool. Yeah. And I think he acknowledges that, which... To me, it's a little bit of points. Like, when you acknowledge the fact, it's like, yeah, I'm hard to like. Like, at least you... At least you're not... You don't have a false identity. A false self-identity. I mean, he's kind of like Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory. But just, like, more athletic and more of a jerk. Like, he's just, you know, a mean genius that has a good arm. But I had a bold prediction, I think. I said it on this show. That I thought he was going to go end up with Houston one day. I was like, this is like too toxic of a relationship for it not to end in them getting married. Uh, and like, I was like, oh, it's perfect. Like, he'll go there and get the spin rate and become like a Cy Young winner. Yeah, I don't think Trevor Bauer is ever going <laughs> to. Like, like, even if the Reds ever play in Houston, like, I don't think he'll be allowed to make that trip. He'll have, he'll have a bounty on his head. It's going to be like how Ryan Clark wasn't able to pitch or play in Denver. (laughs) For your own well-being, we will not let you play this game. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's just not going to be welcome there. All right. So we'll round off the show. we got to talk some Pirates. Um, Alex, I'll keep it simple. You're covering the Pirates. I'm not. Give me three reasons why I should be excited about the 2020 baseball season if I'm a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. Uh, boy. I mean, new regime. What new have they one. done to get me excited? I mean, besides fire everyone and bring in new people, that that's one. They I didn't know fire anyone, though. They were, they were all hired as a result of the firings. Well, they fired Hurdle. They fired, fired Huntington. They fired Searage. They fired most of the coaching. The only people who are coming back are Message in a new role, Eckstein, who everyone's fine with, and Cora. Yeah. So that's new. The other one would be, I guess, Mitch Keller's going to be in the major leagues the whole year. Uh, 
more Brian Reynolds, Kevin Newman. We'll see Cam Bryan at some point. So young two. talent and young talent managers. Come hungry, if you will. <laughs> and, and for the third, uh, 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 Guillermo Heredia. He's going to win MVP. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's not been a very eventful offseason outside of, you know, the new leadership. I, I, I know a lot of people wanted more heads to roll, more moves to be made, but they're not. Pirates weren't really in a position where they had a lot of guys who'd be like, yeah, we his value is at its highest right now. We should trade him. They don't have leverage could, either. I mean, like, they have they, no leverage. Yeah, so they can get strong. They're gonna get strong armed right now. Yeah, they're gonna get strong armed in every deal, and that's kind of what we saw with Garrett Cole, where you know the Astros knew like we could bully them into give you know giving them Moran and Musgrove basically for one of the best pitchers in baseball, and yeah, they they kind of got they kind of got screwed over on that and. I guess in that sense of it, Charrington's doing a good job of standing his ground and hanging on, but at the same time, it's it's like, are we really going to go into this next year with the same exact team that just won, what was it, 69 games? Nice. Yeah, that wasn't very nice if you ask me, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, we're running it back. Yeah. I mean, you know what? This was such a fun podcast, back and forth. Let's talk some parts. Dead. <laughs> we have nothing. This is why we haven't recorded in a month. There hasn't been anything no. to talk about. We need some actual Alex, parts. You and I, you and I hung out over like like a, like a couple days after Christmas. We were together for like five hours. I don't think we mentioned the pirates once. No. And that's no, like the common didn't. thread in our relationship, like. We mentioned our podcast. Like, I paid you the bottle of whiskey, which I owed you. Have you tried it? I have not yet, actually. Okay. So you don't, you didn't even want to give it a chance. Anyway. And then, I mean, I granted. Got, you know what? I've got a glass chilled right now. I'm going to pour it. You're going to watch me enjoy it. Okay. Like, Riff for a couple minutes. Uh, a couple minutes. Is this what we're going to do? Okay. So. All right. So Alex, I'll just do play by play. Alex is first off. He uh, made us record at nine thirty when um, I originally requested seven thirty. God knows what he's doing. Probably doing Gitgo commercials, and that's no slight to the company that he works for. I think they put forth a great product, and I know they got to pay the bills. It was just more of a jab at my friend Alex, um, who doesn't seem to post a lot of those. But anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so we had to record, and he's got this long hair still. I'm not a fan of that. And somehow he's still in his pajamas, even though he just got home from work. I don't how, I don't get how that works. Um, and when he walks away from his new fancy laptop, uh, there's, like, a buzzing noise, so I have to sit back with my recorder. And he's back now. He's putting his headphones in just so I could, uh... You know, this is electric radio, and I just want to say, on Twitter, the only time we get roasted by our listeners is when we walk away from the baseball talk, and you literally walked away from the baseball talk just now. So, 
<laughs> like when we get when we get you know crushed by you know some of our listeners who we appreciate, but like they don't appreciate when we talk about anything from Maslin High School football to you know the what like when we were in the horrible days of the season in August talking about like mirrors and school buses and stuff like. <laughs> Like, it got out of hand. Um, Those people didn't appreciate that. They're not going to appreciate this segment. So, you've poured your whiskey now. You're back. How was your trip? Why are you in your pajamas if you just got home from work? Were you in your pajamas? Because I'm home for the night. So, I put on my pajamas so I could be comfortable. Okay, fair. I I just thought, like, you just got in the door. And I'm like, all right. Anyway, taste it. What what is this? What, What whiskey did I get you? You got me the Woodford Reserved Kentucky Straight Bourbon Distiller Select. So, uh, pro tip here, when you ever have to buy someone some whiskey, or any liquor for that matter, what you do is, rather than getting them a middle-of-the-road one, you get them top-shelf stuff, but you get them the top-shelf behind the counter when we're in, like, the smaller bottle. So it's like you get them good quality, but in a smaller thing, so you're spending less money. And it says, I like you, but I'm still not spending a ton of money on you. Alex, what's your review? That's sweet. I'm getting, like, maple? I don't know. I, I didn't have it, obviously. That's, that's true, you did not have any. I like it. One sip in, I like it. Definitely getting maple. Two sips and I like it. All right, well, this is electric content. This is electric content. Time to wrap it up. Uh, Alex, what do you what do you got? What are you working on for the Pirates uh, right now? I saw you wrote an article on Cabrian Hayes. Yeah, I did. Everyone, go read that. I need the I need the page views. I really like the story. I think it's good. Um, got some good look. Got a good look into what he's been doing to prepare for the 2020 season he's gonna come up at some point he's ready and i just want to say this if you think if you ever get depressed about um doing stories on the pirates because they're gonna have a bad year this year just remember last week i did two video stories one was on a murder and the other was on a dog that got shot in the face so he actually's doing very well though i got to play with him he was he was very happy but yes Yes, yes. I, I went to the dog pound and, like, visited him, and uh, he's a three-year-old German shepherd. You can watch the video on WHBC's YouTube channel. Um, but, yeah, I, I went there and played with him. He did a really—he's a really good dog. I thought about adopting him, honestly, but my roommate would not have been happy if I brought home a three-year-old German shepherd. Like, it's just, like that wouldn't have flied. Um— but yeah, so just remember, like when you're when you're all mad about the Pirates going on a seven game losing streak, it's like, well, Noah covered a homicide uh, where there was blood all over the driveway sixteen hours after it occurred. So, and he was standing there in it, wondering why why are they painting the driveway red in Dece- in January? And then he quickly realized that wasn't paint. Imagine why our listeners don't like it whenever we go away from baseball. All right. Well, we're going to go away from 
them right now. I think it's time to wrap it up. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Alex J. Stump, at Noah underscore Hiles 95, at River Blast Radio. Read Alex's stuff. Watch my videos. I promise you they are not all that depressing. And if you uh, if you want some comedy, I cover the Cleveland Browns now. So there's some good articles about that. Odell Beckham Jr., you know, he gave a good game tap to a cop. Wouldn't recommend that. That's the top story on the team I'm covering right now. Uh, but we're still doing content on the Pirates. Win, lose, there's no ties. We're going to come into this podcast, and we're going to come hungry. We're going to stay hungry. We'll see you next time here on River Blast Podcast. Always signing off saying, let's go Bucks." <laughs>